0: Today's episode is brought to you by Riverside, your online recording studio. Hey, everyone. Thank you so much for tuning in. We have an amazing episode today. And before we dive in, I just want to let you know I've been up for like the last week because I've been building our new website for the Creator Hub. And it would mean the world to me if you could check it out, because I would love your feedback. You can check out our website at bigcreator.energy. That's B-I-G C-R-E-A-T-O-R dot energy. Anyway, let's dive in. Hey everyone, my name is Lloyd and welcome to the Creator Hub Podcast. Today I'm here with Ash and we're so excited to have you. This is the podcast where we talk about all things creator economy as well as podcasting and we're so happy you're here. Um, I want to start by talking about a few things but before I do that, a lot of people have been very curious why you weren't on the podcast last week and i want to tell them that you know just based on our performance and some things that happen at home i had to put you in time out and Wait, it had what? to be a solo episode but we don't need to talk about Yo, it on this podcast don't, so
1: don't listen to him something's wrong with him
0: no in all seriousness <laughs> um i did miss doing the podcast with you um, it was a lot more efficient without you but i did miss having you as my co-host so i'm glad you're here this week
1: We'll see if I'll be back, but sure.
0: (laughs) On a uh, per-contract, per-episode basis. Um, I think there's a few things I want to talk about today. We're going to talk a bit about why I'm saying goodbye to some of these platforms that we podcast on. We're going to talk about Shannon Sharp and Stephen A. Smith, who I don't think you like, but it's a little too early in my podcast journey to get canceled, so we don't have to talk about that. And then we're going to talk about why we overthink things as creators sometimes and how to not do that. And so like, I want to start with like, why I'm saying goodbye to some of these platforms. The first thing is just like, I think when we had our goals at the beginning of the year, our plan was heavily centered around sort of like, here's what we hope happens on TikTok. Here's why we're betting on YouTube. Here's why, you know, what we hope, well, why we're starting to use LinkedIn. And so much of what we do is centered around these platforms because we know we can make money from these platforms. We know that if we post on YouTube, YouTube can pay you money, which is a certified fact. But when you start to like really dig into what that means and what that looks like, it's starting to feel to me like a scam. For example, when you look at like the YouTube Shorts program, which is very exciting, and I've seen a lot of other creators say, go to YouTube because they pay you for Shorts now. When you look at what you have to do to get paid, like the the two big criteria to get paid from YouTube Shorts is you have to accumulate 10 million views within 90 days and you have to have a thousand subscribers the number of creators that can get 10 million views from shorts is just like very very low. madness it's crazy right <laughs> like i mean what do you think about that
1: i think it's it's crazy um i of course too was really excited about the monetization of youtube shorts and just learning the parameters and what you have to do to even qualify to get paid it's just kind of like who's really going to benefit from this um so even like super uh large creators that are performing well on tiktok even if they could translate all their audience over to youtube shorts they would still struggle to be able to monetize with these numbers so I don't know. I yeah. I think it's a waste of time.
0: Yeah, I 100% agree. It's completely insane. And so I'm glad they're doing it, but this really is for people that are maybe like the size of Mr. B. Some of our larger creators yeah. are getting hundreds of millions of views. And so 10 million views is not that much for them. But for the average creator- The people creator, who needed the least, Exactly, <laughs> exactly. This does not help us, right? Um, and so I've been thinking, so what would help us? Like What should smaller mm. creators of our size be doing? And I think for me, I think where I'm at is I look at these platforms, or at least I'm starting to look at these platforms as sort of just like a vehicle to get me to where I'm going. But I understand where I'm going is not monetizing with these platforms. For example, you know, this week I announced that I was going to start managing podcasts. Like that was going to be part of my business now. Like there's going to be a service I offer where. I will manage your podcast for you and you pay me a monthly fee. And so instead of me putting all my eggs in this basket of like monetizing on YouTube or TikTok, I'm now saying I'm an entrepreneur that just happens to create content. And if they can get my content seen by a few more people, maybe get me some business, great. But I'm not 100% banking on making like all of my money on social platforms. That's just bizarre. And so, you know, I mean, what do you think about that? Like specifically creators creating other businesses and then using content as like secondarily.
1: No, I think it's dope and it's vital. And of course, we talk about that in the newsletter all the time. But I mean, since we're in the subject of Podman, if you're going to do a plug, like do the whole plug, like tell us more about what we're going to be offering people. And actually, we already have a couple clients on board. So what do we offer them
0: 1000%. So I think the two biggest things that I've seen like creators struggle with, and the two biggest things I enjoy helping people with is starting a podcast and managing your podcast and so those are the two big services we're going to be providing and within this sort of like managing your podcast which is just like a big umbrella what we're trying to do is basically take everything off your plate so that you literally don't have to worry about your podcast outside of the actual recording you can rest assured down that like oh you know lloyd and podman got my my podcast good and so that includes like it's broken down into four steps pre-production, which is helping you plan for each episode, helping you reach out to guests for each episode. The second step is like production, which means we are actually going to sit on the call with you. We're going to record the virtual interview with you. We'll have our producer on the call. Um, Ash is actually like one of our producers. Um, and so she's going to sit on the call with you as you record your podcast. And she may stop you here and say, Hey, can you ask that question over just to make sure that everything is as high of a quality as it can be. The third step is we're going to edit the podcast for you. We're going to go in, you know, take out all Of the things you don't want included in your episode add music so on and so forth make sure you sound crisp and then the last step is we're going to write your show notes write a blog for you and publish it for you on your host and so you're literally not having to do anything it's kind of all done for you um and so uh, about two weeks ago we got our first big client and it's just been amazing working with her and i really enjoy this sort of work and so starting this business initially was just so that i don't have to rely on these like social platforms but now it really is like oh I see what I've been missing out on. Not only do I enjoy doing this, not only could I make money doing this, it's nice knowing that I don't have to depend on someone else.
1: And it's dope to be able to translate um, followers into clients. Yeah. Um, I think in general, it's just a struggle. It's really hard to not only build a fan base, but then have some of those fans turn into actual customers, whether you're creating a course or you're selling a product, whatever your final, you know, product is it's really difficult and so to be able to create an audience that um, resonates with you resonates with the content that we create um, to the point where we're able to translate that into actual clients for a business I think is amazing and I highly encourage our creators you know anyone's listening who's in the industry to start thinking about your platform your socials as more than just you know this is a form of entertainment and it's building something so that I can work with brands like really start to formulate and think of even the smallest things that you think come naturally to you. So it's probably not that it's probably not that deep. Um, think about how that could potentially translate to customers because Lloyd's been doing podcasts for years, and I don't think he really ever thought about, you know, maybe I could start a podcast management agency. But now he's able to use this skill set that comes super easy to him. I'm able to use skill sets that I've developed through working with him on his podcast to actually build a full-fledged business where we're, you know, talking to and potentially onboarding several clients um, this month. So it's exciting, but it's also encouraging for you all out there to, you know, think about other avenues as we talk about all these multiple streams of income through your business. Think about what other avenues you can create for yourself so you're not solely dependent on brands to get to where you want to be.
0: One thousand percent. And the last two things I want to say to like wrap this up is just like i found a guy that has maybe like three thousand followers and he has like a seven figure business like he makes over a million dollars and i think that's the beauty of this is like you don't have to like Wait a long time because you don't need a lot of followers to monetize it, just like you were saying. But it's really cool to know that like there are gonna be people that see your content. It may only be a thousand people, and that is gonna resonate with certain people, and that could turn into business. And so while while we're in the neighborhood of this, I just want to highlight that this doesn't need to feel. Sometimes I see people online that are entrepreneurs and they're using content to get like uh, like customers, and it feels very salesy to me. It's very cringy to me, and honestly. That was the reason I didn't want to do this at first. I just didn't want to come across as someone where, like, you see their content and they're always trying to like sell stuff to you, and it just ends up feeling like very ingenuous to me. I think that you know there is a way to do this where you're still very much helping and serving your customers, and if you want to continue that a step further, um, you can do that by providing a service. And for people that may feel like, well, it's easy for you to say this because you help people with podcasts. That's a very easy thing to monetize and turn into a service. I think our very our goal here, our very big picture goal is it's less about what you decide to do and more about the fact that you need to not be relying on TikTok, YouTube, all these platforms. You need to be thinking, what are all the other ways I can make money? It may be Patreon for you. It may not be a service. It may be in person. You know, hey, like I can help you. I can help other people edit their content since you edit your own videos. There's so many different things you can make, you can do to make money that don't relate to you, like, you know, making money through AdSense or YouTube or TikTok or whatever. So just wanted right. to put that out there so that you are thinking about it. Hey, just a quick sec. Here's something I bet you didn't know. When you record your podcast virtually using platforms like Zoom, they're literally lowering the quality of your audio and video to ensure that there is no lag during your call. This is why if you want your podcast to be the highest quality audio and video, you need Riverside. Now, you're probably wondering if this could help your podcast. I have a 15% off discount code for you to see for yourself. Use the promo code CREATORHUB and start creating with Riverside FM today. Ash, the second thing I want to talk about is very interesting. I've been seeing people, right, that I think are, like, at the pinnacle of their industry. People that I feel like this person can't ascend anymore. They have reached the top of their industry. Take, for instance, like news well they're not news anchors they're really like sports anchors might be the best way to describe them but there's this guy his name is shannon sharp he used to be a a great football player amazing like all-star everything but now he's like on tv and he's like a well-loved like tv personality like people love this guy and so Mm -hmm. he's literally in his i I forgot what like specific channel he's on but he's got like the prime time show like he gets that much viewership and so recently he decided he was going to start podcast that's like interesting thing number one why someone that's like on tv on a prime tv slot probably getting millions of views every single day would decide that he's gonna start his own podcast which is just like interesting right and so the podcast is in partnership with like fox sports but he does own like 100 of like the intellectual property he's had guests like ti on a show so on and so forth it's it's an amazing podcast but it does have me thinking why like titans of their industries whether it be like in like TV, film, music, whatever it is. These people go out and decide to start podcasts. And so I think that, that like to see people that are that plugged in in the industry, people that probably have advisors that are very very smart decide that they are still like as busy as they are, they're still going to make a podcast to like better connect with their audience. I think speaks volumes and further just like proves that we should all be like heading in that direction.
1: Okay, yeah. so start a podcast if you don't have one.
0: <laughs> If real, And I just think that like a lot of the people I've been connecting with have just like went on to speak volumes about like the level of like depth and connectivity that you can get from a podcast. And I even heard one person say like the people that listen to your podcast, those are like your diehard fans. Those are the yeah. people that probably follow you on Instagram. They also check out your YouTube videos. They also all the things you have. The podcast people are probably there.
1: Yeah, I can definitely see that. I mean, even with like Meghan Markle, yeah, just seeing all these individuals start podcasts. It's something about this medium that feels more intimate and relatable than any other form of media, even yeah. considering, you know, on television, you can see the person, you can see their facial expressions and emotion um, displayed visually. I don't know. I think it's just something about the podcast medium that makes listeners feel like they get to know you a little bit better, um, more intimately without the distraction of the physical. And um, I don't know, but it's very interesting. And I think it's great. I think it's cool. And it's only the beginning.
0: One thousand percent. And I I feel like I now as I like I've been serving people that follow my content. And now that I have gotten to talk to some people, I've just kind of always assumed that the people that connect with my content don't have a podcast, but I'm actually now starting to assume that a lot of them do have a podcast. I just don't think they view it that way. Like. I'm not only ahead of the curve i'm doing something that in five years is going to be very this would be like starting on youtube before it really became youtube And i don't see people um investing in it that way or really saying like you know what like i'm okay being consistent at this for another three years because i know in five years it's gonna be like crazy um and i think that's maybe like we should look at these people that have million dollar budgets and say like oh my gosh like megan markle doesn't have that much time like why is she starting a podcast that's very interesting you know it's yeah. like I, I think it there's a lot to learn from people that are like more successful than us um, in terms of like the content world right yeah um i feel like one of the other things the last thing i'll say in this episode that i learned this past week is that sometimes as creators i think we over what it is we're like doing and and the perfect example of this for me is this idea that every single podcast episode needs to be a video and sometimes it's more important being consistent than it is doing something that's like super high quality and super dynamic and can live on all platforms if what you need to do to be consistent just at doing audio is only do audio then just do that but i think as creators we put so much pressure on ourselves to say like it got to be video I got to have a microphone, I got to have headphones, I got to be in a good lighting, I got to be all these things that just like deter from our goal to create content. I mean, have you ever struggled with that?
1: Um, Absolutely. And I definitely think it's human nature to feel like you have to have all these things to check a box before you can even start. But then it ends up, like you said, it becomes this vicious cycle where you never even actually start. Yeah. Or you finally put something out there and you're too harsh on yourself. And you you don't move forward and it makes me think of actually what you said to me the other day for you all who don't know I'm actually in the process right now of writing a pilot (laughs) I'm writing a pilot uh, for a show to pitch for the Essence Fest they have a writing competition that they do every year and so I'm submitting for the pilot portion and I love watching TV. Anyone who knows me loves, knows that I love TV. I love film. And so lately I've just been watching a lot of pilots. I've been reading a lot of scripts to pilots. And throughout the day, Lloyd will like come into the living room while I'm watching a pilot and I'll pause it. And I'm just like, I'll never be this good. Like I will never be this good. Should I, what am I doing? What, what was I thinking? I've never even done this before. Maybe I should just stay in my lane. And one thing you said to me was like, What you're watching right now in this pilot is literally layer 200. What you're starting with is your first layer of that script. After you just get it down, Then you have time to add the second layer and the second layer and add more color, more context. You're able to actually have something that you can build on. But the script number one, draft number one is just the foundation. It's just the first layer. So how can you compare your layer one to someone else's layer 1000? And it just made me think like... That's so true. I mean, and let's also think about a lot of times these people have a team of writers to make these things come come to fruition. But yeah, this is a very polished finished product, what we're saying, what we're seeing when we look at these other creators or other um, other creators for sure. So don't worry about if this looks like, you know, us or someone else or whoever you follow Worry about if it's authentic to you and the fine tuning and all of that, that will come with time.
0: Yeah, that's such a good point. (laughs) I think we often compare our number one to number 200. And I did come up with like just some like practical things like people can do to not like. Overthink just things that I feel like have helped me that are more tangible. Um, And so I wanna share those with you if you don't mind. And so the first is just that like you don't need video. That's just like, I know like this in 2023, everybody is saying like every podcast should have video, but it's actually more important that you be consistent than it is that you like do something that's flashy or new. Um, And so give yourself permission to know that like some of your episodes can be video and the others don't. The second thing you could maybe ask yourself if you're wondering like gosh why am I feeling stressed about this is like is am I having fun and that seems like Mm. a very simple question but we start content we start doing all these things just because it's enjoyable and we love it and the more we do it and the more pressure we put on ourselves the less fun it gets and so if you ask yourself that question like am I having fun and it's not fun you're probably you probably like put too much pressure and you're like over doing it and so if you think about ways to like scale it down um that's been like the question i've been asking myself all week is just like what can I do to make this like less pressure? What can I do to make this happen a little easier? And so normally, if you notice in our podcast setup, we have three cameras, but today we have two. And that's just an example. Just the amount of time that that saved me alone made it a little more likely that we're recording this tonight. And so I hope you continue to create more content. Content has literally changed my life. And so I encourage people to do it all the time. Um, And if you're listening to this podcast, you are probably a creator. And so Not only do we appreciate you listening, um, we hope that you continue to do so and continue to create. Make sure you share what you're creating with us. We would love to see it. You can follow us on social at LloydNotGeorge. We also recently launched our website, which you can find at bigcreator.energy. Thank Thank you so much for hanging out with us. We really appreciate it. Please have an awesome week. Peace. Peace.